Welcome to the Self Helpful Podcast. I'm Kevin Miller, and this is the podcast people tune into for in-depth discussions on the latest research from our foremost leaders in self-improvement, so you can be growing and more equipped to live at your fullest capacity in body, mind, and soul. This episode is about figuring out root issues to your health, especially when you're doing so many of the right things. So I have a daughter. She eats clean, cleaner than I do. She works out pretty vigorously every day, almost every day. She loves where she lives. She really enjoys her work. She works with a counselor every week on her mental health. She has hope and inspiration. And yet, She's been dealing with increasing discomfort in her guts, bloating and more having skin rashes. And so she's frustrated, really frustrated. And I bet a lot of you can relate. She's doing the work and not getting the results she wants. So where does she turn? Well, true story, advanced diagnostics, labs, tests, and not just the basic ones that you get from a traditional doctor. I've talked with so many people and I've been those people who feel bad yet go to a regular doctor for a lab test and are simply told, well, Hey, everything looks okay, but you know, we can give you a medication for the symptoms. That's kind of like going to a car mechanic and saying your car pulls violently to the left and the mechanic saying, well, you know, all the diagnostics look, look okay, but we can rig a bungee cord to your steering wheel to pull it to the right more for you. That's nobody wants that. So basic lab tests do little more than tell you, Hey, you're not, you know, not dying. Not yet. Advanced diagnostics go deep and wide and can help detect the deficiencies and errors in your body that are manifesting into us not feeling and performing well. So I'm joined by Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert who specializes in using these advanced labs and diagnostics. And in this actual case, he's using them to get to the root issues for my daughter. Uh, And now he's treating her. So we're going to talk through advanced labs, diagnostics, and try to help you navigate what might help you get insight into your health. If you find value from the self-helpful podcast, be great if you'd leave a review and the best thing you can do is keep the discussion going. Talk to somebody about what you heard here today. You can always connect with me at my website or social media at kevinmiller.co. Next up, Dr. Randy James and I talk through advanced labs and diagnostics in an effort to understand and measure your health. All right, to kick this off, I, you know, in your practice, Randy, you have so often people call in who are checking you out. You know, is I'm going to do this advanced, you know, more expensive thing. I've been to this doctor. I've been to that doctor and they've checked me out. They've done labs on me and they say I should be fine, but I am not. I I don't know how often I heard that, you know, during the early days when I was talking to those folks. And of course you go, well, you go far above and beyond those, those average labs, but it's not just the labs, but start there if you would on what is different in your methodology, if nothing else regarding those initial labs as a barometer of, of what's happening along with, as you said, with their symptoms, with their whatever. Right. With, with, with everything else in context, you know, in the story of their life, like we've said so often, we're not going to look at labs and not look at their marriage and their sleep and their everything else. So 
oftentimes people will come in and they've uh, these are smart people they've already been to a doctor and they've already been told your labs are normal you you are okay mm-hmm. and of course the implication there is you don't know yourself these symptoms are more psychosomatic or psychological or you're depressed or you're anxious or you just need to uh, go home and get some rest. And even though, you know, not too many docs are going to be that callous to say those kind of things, but the implication is there. Mm-hmm. And you and I have talked a long time about, gosh, really? Like general doctors out there are really saying that to people still in these days? And, you know, trying to get to the next problem. What what else is going on? And And of course, the doctors are frustrated too, and especially ones that might even be contemplating, you know, thinking about doing life through a functional medicine lens because that's such a big paradigm shift. One of the paradigm shifts is how do we interpret labs? Mm-hmm. So I tell people all the time, look, we're going to get all of those labs you've already done. That's the scratch, scratching the surface. And not only are we going to relook at those labs, but we're going to have a different lens of interpretation. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the key things here. And oftentimes we'll use Quest and LabCorp. You know, they created their normals, right? Most of that creation is a statistical exercise. You know, one or two standard deviations away from the mean. And that mean, which means average, is established by doing millions of these tests over the course of time. And they'll document every the other month, it seems like Quest will send out a letter. Hey, we shifted our normals for XYZ lab. Let's say a red blood cell count or something like that. Based on, well, over the past length of time, a year, two or three or ten, uh, we did a million. And it looks like the mean is now over here. And so one or two standard deviations off. And now we've changed our parameters. Which, okay, layman's term, is that like saying the bell curve? So you're at a yeah, school yeah, the where, curve shifted. The, where you're at a school where everybody's smarter or not, and they shift the curve accordingly. Exactly. exactly. And you and I are resonating here because we know the culture that we live in is not getting smarter. I was going to say, I don't like those means. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell people all the time, I keep pointing out the window because out the window is, is the world, society. And when I'm looking at Kevin Miller, it's like, I don't care. What the average American at 49 years of age does for his cholesterol or his blood pressure or how fast he runs a mile or what altitude he lives at, we care about Kevin Miller. Mm -hmm. And so right off the bat, the interpretation is, is shoving you into this, you know, it's the round peg in a square hole of what the average is and making a judgment on you based on average. And data. Uh, which I wanted to bring Just that up. Wrong, Be- yeah. yeah, because in show, folks, if you haven't listened to it, show episode 14 of the True Life Show, we interviewed Dan Miller, my dad. And his new new lease on life is what it was called. And he had an experience with another functional medicine provider in his area where the guy treated him like a lab rat in all truth and just took data, didn't participate in his story, which you won't do. Can't, right. It just, the context, which by that we mean the story, mm-hmm. the story of your life. Okay, now let's, and that's exactly what we did with Dan. We took all those, that deep laboratory work that he had done beyond the normal stuff and said, okay, now let's interpret this in a different way and not just saying, well, this lab is off, take this supplement. 
and and you know create a different interpretation for that. Well, interpreting it based off of him, his his story, and as you said, of course, his symptoms. But you know, back to the lab, and this is probably unfair, but in an exasperated aspect of talking with a prospective patient, saying, "Look, here the normal." blood test that you're going to get at a normal medical practice is fairly narrow. And the exaggerated term I would say is it says, you know, you're not going to die today. Um, but it's not very broad. You do use you, Randy, but uh, Dr. James and functional medicine use advanced diagnostics, starting with, is that fair to say, starting with a really advanced lab, lab panel and explain that. So if the normal test that you get at a normal doc's office is X, Y, Z, in uh, my layman's vernacular, I mean, this is so incredibly broad to go look at those little things that may not be manifesting right now, but you're able to put those through your detective work, put those together uh, along with my story, my symptoms and go, okay, I see some patterns, threads. Yeah, that's well stated. That's, that's exactly what we're trying to do. And I'll be honest, it, it takes up a lot of my day in in thinking about okay which lab for which person do we want to go and get for it to make sense and looking for these threads because what we can't do is say every human needs a million dollar laboratory workup now in this world of ai and and super data ultimately like dr spock and his little thingamajigger that measured everything we get everything yeah yeah i mean that'd be great great. if we had finite money time infinite money and time and all of that and you would need a computer you know a like the book that we just read that that you know a a supercomputer that can figure everything out and that doesn't exist so we have finite money finite resources and finite intelligence to put these things together. So, so what we generally, now I would argue, so everybody gets the basics like a complete blood count. Can can I mention that though? Because you different than other and not to elevate you, but to show the different differentiation uh, between other even functional medicine or, or whatnot providers, you will not do the labs before you talk to the person. Right. I, and we say that, Hey, we want to do an investigation and then design the labs. Okay, that's, that's what I, it is. Designer labs, designer labs, which it should be because not everybody. I don't. Be. I don't need a you know to be facetious. I don't need a woman's hormone t- hormone test. But right. Um, but you know what do I need based on me, my age, my gender, my symptoms, my goals that we've you know talked that's about right. in here. So so on that though, when you do take a new patient, <clears throat> is a because you're going to you're also not going to serve a patient without the labs. I mean, you require both. How. Off, how much of the average lab for a new patient over giving your new patients are similar? Is 80%? 80% of the labs are similar, and then we you differentiate? I think, yes. That 70 or 80%, there's going to be what I would call the basics, you know, that all humans, like for everybody, I think there's value in doing an advanced, uh, a deeper thyroid panel. Everybody needs a baseline within my interpretation or a functional medicine interpretation within your symptoms and say, yep, that looks pretty quote unquote. And we, we teach people like we've said here, don't ever say normal, but that looks okay. And I would say for what symptoms you're describing to me, it's less likely that the thigh, these thyroid numbers are implicating your thyroid as a part of the problem. I was going to say suspect. That's what you that's, get it's by less by, suspect by knowing the story and seeing that. That's thing. right. Okay. And notice we said we didn't say it's not suspect. It's 
it's all probability. Your thyroid is less likely to be on the table as a suspect in causing your problems. Or it's more on the table like, holy smokes, you know, if you have a TSH of 10, it's, it's, it's going to be public enemy number one. Now, granted, we could have been fooled and something else went on, but it's less likely. Mm-hmm. It's more likely that some of your symptoms are related to thyroid dysregulation here. Well, and on that, and I'm going to go look here. It was show episode 18 where we talked about supplements. And I think the statement you made, yeah, every, every supplement has gotten positive results of somebody somewhere. But what do you need? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what do you need? And looking at those because we do... Uh, suffer somewhat in the health and wellness in, in, industry <laughs> from uh, we suffer somewhat from this. This is the cure all. This is the magic right. drug. So this that. essential oil, this supplement, everybody just needs fish oil. You're yep. not, that's, that's dumb. That's There's dumb. No way you can do it. So <laughs> the same thing. Does everybody need this test? Does everybody need a, what are, what are some of the outliers? Well, like a heavy metals test? Right, right. He- well, not even, that's your, those are way outliers. I would say even, more outliers that ought to be in liars <laughs> that are within the pale of that 70% we just talked about would yeah. be a thyroid panel okay. would be everybody. We check a CRP, a high sensitivity C reactive protein, a ferritin, which is give that layman's uh, terms. That's uh, it, it measures a general measurement for inflammation. Okay. Like, are you more on an inflaming side? And then people say, Oh, that's the V inflammation test. No, 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 no. There's, 40, 50, 60 biomarkers that have to do with an inflammatory response in your body that is going on all the time. Can we stick right there for a second, folks? I mean, in, in episode, in the true life show, in episode one through 13, I believe is where we kind of go through the primary tenets of functional medicine. And, uh, and you'll see the scope of it's everything. And so to what you're saying, <laughs> yeah, where's my inflammation coming? Well, well let's look you at my, just di- took a breath. I just took a breath. <laughs> did I have uh, a good night or a bad night relationally with my <laughs> wife or my kids or did right. I have stress with my boss, with my employees? How was my exercise? What did I eat? How did I sleep? I didn't on, 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 on. And that's the detective work you get paid to do, but that everybody is going to have to look at. So this is a piece of it. That's right. Everything is a piece of everything. And I, I, I get the fact that we're circling this idea here, and that's, that is my job. And I'll say, say it to a person that if you imagine, you know, it's a, we talk about a virtuous circle or a vicious cycle, and it's just a cycle within a cycle within a cycle. That is what human metabolism is. And so we have to think in your context, in your story, with your genetic history and your lifestyle, where do we slice in there and say, let's go buy because everything costs your time, your money, your effort, your energy. Uh, And by the way, your vulnerability, you have to be vulnerable to open up on this stuff. It costs vulnerability and and time to, and in this case, money to go buy a lab. Mm -hmm. Is that worth it? We could make an argument that, well, back to the everything, like once we are rich enough or if we had infinite resources, everybody should know their stool analysis and their heavy metal analysis and their sleep tracking data and their uh uh, the QEEG and measure brain waves and, and all of this stuff. Well, and they go on to telomeres and carotid Tele- arteries uh, and right. A CAC score and where our society is right now is everybody gets vital signs. And, you know, again, where did those quote unquote vital signs like these are vital. If your heart rate is going down at some point, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. If your blood pressure is going up at some point, you're going to die. So these are the vital signs and that's, and, and, 
and they are vital, but but incredibly basic, but incredibly uh, well, foundational would be a better word. Everybody has a heart rate. Everybody has a blood pressure. Everybody has a, and those are incredibly valuable to know. Like you and your watch. I mean, you a basic thing of the heart rate, but you're getting, you're gleaning data because you spent the money on buying that thing. And over time you're seeing the patterns. Okay. So, so that's so, a functional approach. So foundational, but, um, uh, normal, easy, basic, still kind of acute. It's kind of like preventive medicine uh, sure. just means we're yes. going to check and see yes. if you already have something that's not preventative. Uh, oh, well, uh, Acute, I mean, weight is a vital sign, but it changes very slowly. Yeah. You're not going to wake up one day 50 pounds lighter. And we could say if you're 50 pounds too heavy, then acutely right now you have obesity. Yeah. And, and tomorrow you will still have that. And now we're back to the functional approach. Okay, what do you eat, live, think, breathe, and do, and think, and say, and smell in order to be becoming the kind of person who has less weight? And I do want to give some prescriptiveness to okay. this show, but... I want you to also hit because we have, and I think a lot of people in our audience right now are the kind of people who are aware of advanced diagnostics. They've had them, they've read about them, they've heard them and they've read, you know, good people like uh, Mercola and Hyman who are talking about, it, they get it, but what are they supposed to do? And we're hoping to give some awareness of knowing what, you know, what the score is with those. But, but on that standpoint too, there's, a lot of calls it used to be that came into the practice where people say, look, I, I know I should get this whatever lab. Or I know there's a benefit of this advanced diagnostic. Well, Dr. James, just look at it and interpret it for me. And the answer that you give is, well, no. Why? Because we need the story mainly. It's like that, that is our hope is to create, to help be creating a medical system where this can become more common. But the, the, the chief thing is I want to look somebody in the eye. I want to shake their hands. I want to know their story in order to interpret the lab that they're going to give me. And obviously not everybody's talking about prescriptive can be your patient, but there are places uh, like wellness FX. You can name a couple others where you can go there and get a really big, I mean, to your statement, yeah, testimony, nice panel. really beneficial uh, lab panel, but they do offer then the upsell to get it interpreted or get something. And we can't vouch for this. We've not done it with a coach or a, or a doc. A, is it yeah. a doc? Yeah. Those guys are, um, doing the doctor thing and I don't know how they would be rationally interpreting that without a very deep questionnaire well it, it can be done but to a degree well and it may just be the best case scenario so there's it, one option it's not going to be going it's through more the process than nothing even though it's it's not going to get into the relational yeah. aspects of things. I would look into, again, you know, the functional medicine providers or, you know, name off some of the others, integrated medicine, uh, whatever in your area that, and find people that do this, that can actually well, interpret and, a lab. And we are also thinking about, you know, can we do this, especially, and by the way, we haven't mentioned this, but we're in the Colorado just got clamped down for, we're in a stay at home uh, for unless, you know, for the COVID things. So coronavirus and thinking about all of that. And, and there will be a new era in the future of online and telemedicine. And, you know, how do we help people in this situation and help them to, uh, to raise their threshold against 
uh, viral illnesses and, and things like that. Well, on that, your lab panel, it was kind of a joke back when you used to do it here in the practice, which was vials and vials of blood. And of course, now <laughs> yeah. we have some that are just the finger prick. And I don't know where you are on that. Uh, well, that is what takes up part of my day is to try to figure out what's the best way of getting these biomarkers. That's the more the cost effective. And, and then, um, well, Theranos, the billion dollar, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, mistake that was built off of the, um, you know, prick your finger and get all this blood work and people spend a lot of money on that. And so I don't know. I, I think it's new technology and there will be a lot of money going into it because of what's happening yeah. right now and the stay at home order and all of that. Cause I, I think with wellness X, FX, as an example, you purchased your labs through there, but then they had you go to a quest diagnostics facility and get those vials of blood. Right, now, They didn't send you a kit home, Yeah, and but now, there are those. So yeah. ZRT lab, I think is sending a kit home and, but the amount, uh, so the accuracy probably goes down a little bit. The, the breadth of data that you can get will, will change a little bit. And certainly still getting a blood in a tube is going to be the best right now. But that will be changing as technology. Can, you, can you hit some highlights, though, of, okay, we all know the average diagnostics, blood, whatever, you know, that you get at an average medical place is, is X. What are your, not the outliers, but what are your norms? Okay, so... We were getting ready to say when you go to your doctor, there will be a, a, a quote unquote normal laboratory panel. And typically that's going to include a, a complete blood count, which includes a, a fasting glucose, kidney function, electrolytes, uh, sodium, potassium, calcium, usually not including magnesium or zinc or other trace minerals. Um, and then a liver function test included or secondarily, there'll be a complete blood count uh, with a differential kind of looking at red blood cells, white blood cells and sizes of those cells and how many of them there are. And then a urinalysis and a cholesterol panel. Maybe there will be a thyroid depending upon the situation. And so that's, that's pretty much it. That would kind of be the basic. Panel. But that, so that's the basic, but that's the one that, so many patients have had, and yet they come in here and say, but I'm wrecked. Right. They come in and say, I, uh, I was told I was normal. And I would say, well, yeah, unless you are in the ER and aggressively vomiting or having diarrhea or, or you're clearly anemic or something like that, then those are going to be normal. In the ER, they're not normal, and neither are your vital signs, right? You have a fever. Your blood pressure is high. Something is happening, and you're ill, and you need emergency attention. That's where those labs are perfect, but as we have said, we have now transferred this acute care mindset onto these chronic lifestyle-related Issues and, that, and that's where I wanted to get to that somebody can have those tests done at the at the normal with a normal doc. They come back, nothing looks bad, and yet they are wrecked. They like are said, wrecked. Yeah. They, they have brain fog. They have no energy. They aren't able to think coherently. We had people who I mean, they've lost their jobs because of their inability to function and and, and loss of and and that, that's that's what right. seems counterintuitive. Like I, come I, on. I was just answering a question on on our 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 app about a woman with debilitating headaches. I mean, if you have headaches, all those labs are going to be normal. Mm -hmm. But she can't work due to headaches. 
and despite normal CT and MRI and those kind of things too. So, and not to mention, let's just say somebody does have chronically elevated blood pressure. Mm -hmm. They get an acute care. They treat it acutely every day with a medicine. Right, Their body is not crying out for more hydrochlorothiazide. There is an underlying reason mm-hmm. why uh, we have a symptom, a manifestation of metabolic dysregulation that we call high blood pressure. It's not only genetic or only you smoked or only something else. Same with, okay, your doctor says, Kevin, uh, yep, you know what? You're almost 50 and, and you've got a little bit of high cholesterol. We should probably start to treat that. Without going into your story, treat it with a bandaid. Treat it with a bandaid every single day every single for the day. rest of your life. And this is where, and I, I don't know if we mentioned it here on the show, but I think it's a great little layman's terms 101 of functional medicine. Uh, Will Smith and his wife on the Red Table Talk, and they brought in Mark, Mark Hyman. They talked about this, and here's Will Smith. I mean, he's superhero, you know, <laughs> literally dashing guy, sexiest man, all this stuff, literally, and and a vibrant guy, and he's been on high blood pressure medication for years. And I think a couple other things. And Hyman was like, dude, we we gotta get you off of that. That is not, well, not even, a good trajectory. So I just watched that maybe a few weeks ago. And, and the story was that Will Smith had put on a, a few extra pounds and his, his daughter was calling him uh, pudgy or something or muffin. Uh, no, it was pudge muffin. Pudge muffin. <laughs> yeah. there you go. And well, he didn't like that. So he thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to, and what he did was fast. And so he did a prolonged fast, like five or seven days or something. And he felt terrible, and the reason was in just five days with a fast in his particular unique situation, so right. this can't be applied to everybody, but his blood pressure came down. So the blood pressure medicines he was on was now making oh, right, him right, hypotensive, right. and he felt right. terrible, and he thought it was the fast. And then, anyway, so they figured all that out, and it just dawned on him, like, holy cow, you mean what I'm eating has something to do with my blood pressure? And you and I were like... You're Will Smith. You're, you've got a nutritionist in your house or something, and you don't know this stuff? And he said, no. I, I want people to have compassion for themselves and hearing that, that we don't know what we don't know. It is so complex. That's why we have a show you know, that, that we're devoting to it here. It Trying is, to unpack. And so here you get somebody, king of the world type guy, and he doesn't know. Just right. didn't put two and two together. It. it It was an interesting discussion. I mean, it was a little bit contrived and all that because sure. they're on TV, but... Sure. So, okay, so there's the basics, there's right? The basics. We would say there's your basic panel. and then Traditional we, medicine t- basics. T- traditional medicine basics. And then are, is there a functional medicine basics? And I would say, well, yeah, because right off the bat, I would say, okay, Kevin, you know, everybody, there's enough people that have an abnormal CRP that I'm going to test everybody. And your insurance company may or may not pay for that. And then, heck, we need to do a whole show on insurance and labs and, and how yeah. all that stuff works out. But you know what, you know how much that lab costs? It's about seven or eight bucks. Really? Right. So everybody's like, Oh, well pff, I'll pay for that. Yeah. And then, you know, the insurance company gets billed 150 for it or whatever. And it's just crazy. So we'll, we'll, so that is on our panel. And I like to think of it as we look for inflammation markers. Mm-hmm. So CRP would be the most prominent one there. And then, uh, depending upon like if you're a typical, male at 50 with quote unquote typical you know you got a little pudge around the middle you're a little out of shape a little short of breath and we're maybe in the past the the doctor has often told somebody well your cholesterol is quote unquote borderline Mm -hmm. and so we're just meaning 
We're waiting for it to get really bad so that you could take this medicine. Yeah. Don't change your lifestyle. Don't, anything, yeah. Don't just. change anything. And, and so we will do other, if that has been present, then I'll say, okay, let's look for other more specific cardiometabolic inflammatory markers. And so that would include things like oxidized LDL and F2 isoprostanes and LP, PLA2. And none of that's going to mean anything to anybody. And it's, it's a different language, which it is. That's why you would go to a doctor to help interpret all of that. Um, rather than a basic cholesterol panel, I think everybody needs to have an advanced cholesterol panel that at least as a baseline. And you don't need, and in fact, I don't think you need any of this every year, mm-hmm. right? Like that is also, we need to do a whole show on that one too. Like why do Americans think we need a yearly checkup? I mean, that's just a ridiculous notion that everybody quote unquote needs that some people need to get help once a month i mean they're so well sick but maybe go back to what you said a minute ago so many of us are sitting there not making any changes just going along so we get that yearly checkup to make sure we haven't tipped over tipped over into, into treatable acuteness yeah acuteness that's right a manifestation that, of something that's right which We're, is the preventative checkup to check these things and see do you have it yet right it's just where are you drawing the line of prevention and you know, if you draw the line at death, then most people are okay. You don't ever need to go get a checkout. Just <laughs> wait till it happens. Just wait till it happens, and then you're there. Or if you draw, you know, it's where do you draw these lines? And we, we, we draw that out for people to say, where do you want your line drawn? What is, like you say, what, how much illness or incapacity is okay with you? Yeah. And so, so an advanced cholesterol panel we're going to do on most people and probably more often, you know, because it is true, males are typically going to tip over down a cardiometabolic pathway and females typically tip over down a more neuroendocrine immunological pathway, an autoimmune kind of a thing. And it doesn't mean that males can't have this. It's just, this is typical. This is part of the context and the story and all now, of that. Now you do though, with a patient, uh, have that initial big panel and we'll often have certain things you're saying, okay, here's an acute issue, thyroid or whatever. We're going to address this with this treatment plan. Do this, 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 and this, take this, this 90 days. And then let's look at it again. So those, you have some short-term ones that you're saying, are we on the right track? Are we addressing it? Right. Absolutely. And heck, sometimes, I mean, if we're aggressively treating, we might say, let's test it again in two weeks, okay. you know, or, uh, or two months or three months or, or, or whatever. And it depends on the situation and, and that for you, you know, you have the first appointment with somebody, you've got a lot of data on them, their history, you're going to hear more, and then you're going to do the lab panel on your second appointment with them, you know, whatever, four or five weeks later is to go over that. I mean, I did that with you as a patient and it was uh, trying to give people an analogy. If, if somebody's ever had a, <clears throat> a genetic test, which I want us to, to cover too, who needs to do that? But if you ever had one, you're looking and going, man, what's, what genetic markers do I have? Or, but am I part Irish? Am I part? <laughs> it's pretty interesting. This is so much more interesting than that to get your lab panel, see what is actually happening, happening in, inside of us. I mean, I, well, I, there's always been the few people go, I don't want to know. <laughs> then, then don't listen to this show. You're yeah. not you're not a target market for those who go. Man, I want to know. I want to know what I don't well, it's know. It's kind of fun. Yeah, to peek under the hood. It feels hopeful. It feels hopeful. It feels informative. Uh, one lady said, "I've I've uh, I feel like I've been inside myself." Hmm. You know, and and um, and and on the other on the flip side of that is, if you haven't looked, then you don't know. Yeah. Right. You can't know what you don't know, and 
And, and of course, now here's, here's part of the problem, and I think it is part of the problem with functional medicine too, is once you peek under the hood, you get these data points, and this is true if you talk to super smart professors in whatever field they're in, they know a lot, but now they also know that much more about what they don't know. Right, and so that—that's a philosophical truism. The more you know, the more you know about what you don't know. Your your scope expands. Like when we started to look in, in the galaxies, right, with Hubble mm-hmm. telescope, I'm like holy smokes, there's billions of these things that have billions of stars, and and we just didn't know. I think that's very true when you turn the telescope inward. Recently, Dr. Zach Bush, who I like him, he's kind of a metabolic specialist and and he's working with a gut microbiome and he's like look even though we have all these new tests in a way that's making things a little bit worse because we just don't even know how to interpret them yeah. and well did you feel that way somewhat with oh, the, I, I genetic still, genetic yeah tests? so we can talk about genetic because that's one of the extra lab tests that we'll do for certain people and, and and to put it out there, I mean that those tests are out there and they're marketed in regards to hey, where did I come from? Am I part Indian, part whatever? Because they can't really say. Is or that still- well, no, no, no. There are now companies that are saying, hey, okay. do your genetic test with us, and we'll tell you what to eat. Okay, right. Like, and and you have a propensity towards diabetes. Or That's right. Whatever. Okay. And and they're not wrong, but they're not right. So as many people as they help, they're going to hurt some. Not hurt, but you know they're going to tipped them towards the wrong, in the wrong yeah. direction yeah and i had one lady and she was so mad at me because i she's like well my friend spent a mere 300 bucks they said eat this don't eat that and she lost 20 pounds and i've been working with you for a year and i have not lost 20 pounds <laughs> <laughs> like well go buy the thing uh-huh. it's, it but she was also intelligent and understanding and and honestly genetics is is wonderful and terrible because it's the analogy that I have always been using is so, you know, my children are now 14, 12 and nine. And about two or three years ago, as I was getting into the genetic stuff, my then six year old said, hey, dad, I know how a car works. And I'm like, oh, how, how does it work? And he says, you push that thing down there with your feet. <laughs> there you go. And he's not wrong. And I said, you're right. But let me show you something. I took him around. I popped the hood and I show him the engine. And he's like. Yeah, whatever. What you do is you put your foot on this thing over here. Yeah. That's how the car works. So genetics is akin to we pop the hood on the American or the the human genetic code. And that was 1999, 2000. Francis Collins, great book, uh, The Handwriting of God or something like that. Um, and, and the story of figuring this thing out. And we can ask this out there to people. What marvelous medical thing? That is 20 years ago. What marvelous medical, th- have we cured diabetes? Did we cure cancer? Did we do, and basically what we did is that we don't know what the heck is going on. Did we there. increase confusion and anxiety? To an extent, yes. And did we help some people? Yes. Sure. So, but when you, when you look at like the list we have in front of us, you know, stool tests, allergy tests, you know, food, uh, food tests, telomeres. Heavy metal uh, testing. Heavy metal testing. I mean, you you did a telomere. T- we we did as an office took a telomere test <laughs> and ultimately came out not knowing Confused. what to do. We had this one incredibly fit or you know thought of, or feel like you know employee who got a. Hor- I mean, you think she's near dead? I mean, what on earth more? Yeah, can she got she the do? worst possible score. Yeah, the worst possible with, with with a lifestyle that was really hard to improve, which left you going. I, 
What do you tell what somebody? Are we like tell that? somebody like that? It was very confusing and a little bit demoralizing. Which is maybe is it just too new of a science, or is she an anomaly, or I don't know. We just don't know. And and so so that's where I think there's a little bit of frustration. That's where I wish that people had a functional medicine doctor, and and I wish that our society would figure out how to do that because. Like even right now, and when you and I did that thing with your labs, there was a few surprising things, right? Mm-hmm. And it took an hour mm-hmm. to, to delve into this and to think about it and say, what are we going to do? And that's where you and I talk with in all of our other businesses, what is the motivation for somebody to actually do something? Because ultimately what you're going to do is change the way you eat, change the way you think, maybe mm-hmm. take some supplements, and it's going to cost you time, money, effort, uh, or, or, and all the above and vulnerability, you've mm-hmm. got to, it's going to, you got to put skin in the game. And we live in a society right now where people want to have their cake and eat it too. They want a benefit without putting skin in the game. And so it's, that's where these things are valuable, but through a lens, and I'm going to say that lens is a functional medicine lens and it's got the spiritual component and all of these other, whatever your unique story is. And we do, we look at your labs or your genetics and say, uh, and if, so famously, okay, so probably the two most famously and well-studied ones would be APO, the APOE, uh, you know, 4-4 or 3-4, and we, we, obviously we can't talk about that here, or MTHFR, which again are... Many people aren't going to know what those are or what they mean, and it's it's, it's like ultimately okay, I'm I'm a I'm an anomaly. I'm I'm not like the quote unquote normal human walking around out there. Of course, nobody is, mm-hmm. and so I have an APO four four, an APOE four four, and and what that means is is that bad? People will say, is that bad or? And I'm, I'm looking at you because this is a whole hour of a I know. Well, <laughs> you're, you're back to context. I mean, this is all contextual. I mean, take you. You have, to some degree, you've done so many tests on you and your family to vet them, to, to make your own decisions. You have so much data on you that you get a whole body, whole life perspective of where your health is, even though there may be an anomaly and the telomeres test is not that good. But this one over here is, and you've got tests now like telomeres and carotid that'll say you are a 50 year old male with the, you know, the makeup of a 30 year old or a 70 year old, and you can get very differing uh, results on that that leave you confused. So back to the whole life aspect. How do you interpret it? How do you interpret it? And then, well, but I appreciate what you said too. What is your desire level to change it? It, None of these things, because we we all want the easy pill still. We want the company to take the genetics and say, okay, just eat this. It'll fix everything. I had one that came back on me and it said, don't eat raisins. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That that was was my answer. I, I just, you know, that was 300 bucks and... Uh, and that's, I'm a little bit stymied with, we have such a great opportunity looking forward with the, the, the marvelous technology in these labs and that kind of thing. And we have a people in a population who wants a, a clear cut, easy answer mm-hmm. typically. And, and I do too. Sure. So where's the balancing act in between there and the biggest problem, I think, is twofold. We don't have an American 
quote unquote healthcare system that is going to do any of this mm-hmm. because it is built for you to have a heart attack. And you're in, and this is, I know you mentioned a show on health insurance. Your health insurance is not going to pay for any of this. Yeah, right. This it's, is outside. This is out of pocket. So you're already paying whatever you're paying with health insurance. And this is stuff you have to do on top of that. And which like, I would argue is the way it should be. Well, yeah, you, but your insurance should be third of the price as well. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's our other show that we're getting ready to do. And the second part of that, that I just lost track of is, oh, is your internal motivation. Yeah. You cannot rely on the government or your insurance company to come along and motivate you to eat this and not that. that that's, that's not their job. It's, it's your job to say, I want this result. And so, and, and you ought not think of an insurance company to come along and pay you or charge you less you, well, you said that for years. Do you want your insurance company telling you what to do for your health? Not or really. penalizing you for or having a donut. Yeah, just like with your car. Somebody, well, which they're doing now. They've got yeah, insurance yeah. companies. You put this little device in. We see how fast you stop, how fast you accelerate. That's our other show. Well, that's the other show, whatever. It's brilliant if you want to you know, submit to that. But ultimately... It's the behavioral economics. Yeah, it's still on us. What car are you going to put on? Uh, what tires are you going to put on your car? If it's around here, do you put heavy all-terrain tires because we have a lot of snow? But that's going to kill your gas mileage if you work down in the, in, the, in the springs and you're going up and down the past 40 miles every day. I mean, it's on us to do that upkeep. We've just skewed it with the health and wellness part of our that, lives. That is very true. And, and, and that's so it, it gets a little more skewed when you start to think about the upstream complexities going on in the body. Mm-hmm. I mean, genetics is as upstream as you can get. You are born, you are conceived in utero. Boom. There is Kevin Miller and his genetic code. And we know that the epigenome, the epigenetics that is already, it is, we could even go into your mother and father and say, well, in what context were they at the time? Yeah. Were they stressed out? Was this a an unplanned pregnancy? Was this a, a this or that or the other? And all the thousand of other stressful markers and this and that has an impact on that developing uh, fetus, and then and then and then birth, and then so this epigenome, epi meaning above your actual genome, is the environment. Mm-hmm. Every single thought, every single breath, every single piece of pollution, every single food piece that goes in your mouth, not to mention your own genetic code and how it's built to, uh, to function and fold and unfold. And when they cracked the code, they found out the, the first big s- surprise was we are less genetically complex than certain species of earthworm, huh. than certain species of plant, if you can imagine that. So they thought that we would have, uh, you know, we have 25, about 25,000 genes. Um. And that's it. And so where then do you get the most advanced? So we would look at the human brain and say it's the most advanced piece of technology that we know of in the universe. Mm-hmm. What, how can you get that in seven or eight billion different iterations of that with infinite complexity? And it's not built within the code. It's built within the code and how it relates to the epigenome or the environment. And so my analogy is, we used to, it's the age old question of nature versus nurture. Sure. Nature being the genetic code, nurture being the environment. And we used to think that you were hardwired for a lot more things than, than we know now. And so let's say maybe people thought it was 50 50 or, or 70 30 on the nature side. You're genetically built for high blood pressure, high cholesterol, yeah. obesity, and these things. 
And and now he would say, no, 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 it's the other way around. Probably 70-30 and 30% of the average per, of, of you, of me, is, think of it as hardwired. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're staring at this computer. A, a keyboard, a K is a K is a K is a K. But, but the soft wiring, the software within there, we can use that very keyboard and we could type all German mm-hmm. and it would mean nothing to you. And it's, but it's the exact same hardware. Yeah. Now imagine you can type multiple different languages with the same keyboard. And now you think, so in the human, it's, it's a series of if, then, then, if this, then that mm-hmm. times a hundred if Kevin Miller on a certain Tuesday with the moon over here and, and the electromagnetic nature of the earth and the electromagnetic nature of your house, meaning Wi-Fi and your phone and this and that, if all of that and you eat oatmeal, then this. But we've left off, well, how's your marriage and how's, how did you sleep and how did you exercise and how's your gut microbiome? And it's, it's infinite it's, upon it's, infinite. It's, it is. It is. <laughs> we're, and we're ultimately you know, on this topic of measurements, tests, labs, diagnostics, what I mean, we're talking about increasing our level of awareness and monitoring. That's the point of yeah. it. And we, we didn't think you know, about the biomarkers. We should, we should say something real quick about wearable devices. Should everybody have an aura ring or be wearing something that tracks their steps and their heart rate and their whatever? Um, because, but the monitoring, we are talking about monitoring. I mean, I've been doing this closely with you in partnership for five years now, and I am significantly better. Than where I was, my averages are better. I understand my sensitivities are all, are so much higher. Your awareness, <clears throat> my awareness, yeah. and I'm watching the patterns just like we do in any other area of our life, yeah. where we should be. Your, our our your budget, your our relationships, relationships, um, our our yeah, our our finances, our work, our home, our cars. Our, I mean, we have to, or we come out. I mean, imagine doing our cars like that, where you well, never. I, I have an example okay. of my home uh, HVAC system. Yeah which uh, broke uh, a year or whatever ago. In the winter. Uh, yeah, At in the winter. 8,500 feet. Due to a, a storm. And I actually got water in my heater through the chimney. Uh, the cap blew off. Anyway, so insurance came in and said, okay, yeah, we'll cover that. That was tra- or trauma to your house. That's what mm-hmm. insurance is for, mm-hmm. just like for your body. And, um, and so we upgraded and we got a certain kind of heater and whatever else. And I did not do the proper monitoring and I didn't change the filter in time. And it blew out one of the engine things. Yeah, I remember. So 600 bucks later and another entire weekend in the winter of cold. And, and that's exactly what we're doing. If, if I don't monitor, then yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Now, some of them, we talked about vital signs. What's your weight? What's your blood pressure? What's your, so, and I would put those basic labs in there. What's your cholesterol? What's that? Does everybody need to go and do their genetic testing? No. Does everybody need to go and wear an aura ring or a, a wearable Garmin thing? Depends on your d- goals. It d- d- depends yeah. on your goals. And that's what we're back to. Not everybody needs to know their uh, heavy metal level. Not everybody needs to know. And that's where I would say... We are in for the next 10 years will be serious uh, debate. I mean, good, healthy debate about what it, but you know, what's skewing the debate right now is government involvement through Medicare and all that, plus third party insurance payers, because Mm -hmm. if we want them to pay for it, they are not motivated to pay for it because that keeps people out of the hospital. That keeps people. Now, nobody's saying that, and I'm not a conspiratorialist. But it's true. Health doesn't pay. 
health does not pay. It pays other people. Yeah. You and I spend more money for our wearables and our Whole Foods and all of that. And I would argue, yeah, it should be that way. Yeah. Now, I have nothing against the hospitals. I just want to see less of them. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, they voice that. Hey, we want, it's kind of like a dentist, you know, hey, take care of your teeth and all that. They, because they know we're not, yeah. <laughs> right? And, but literally, the doctor should be working himself out of a job. Yeah. And, and so the, in our practice, we want, we use the word graduation. You know, you come in, it's high priced, high intensity, high engagement. And a year from now, I want you to not need me. Or to need imagine, me yeah, imagine way. a business consultant and all he did is come in and go, oh, yep, you're screwed. You need another investor. And every year he did the same thing. You got an acute problem. You need more money, more debt. And, and, and that, they'd get fired. Uh, they're there to work themselves the, out of a job. That is the healthcare model. Yeah. Is, it's the only industry where as technology gets better, prices go up. Mm-hmm. They didn't go up on your phone. Or they did go up, but you get more stuff, right? Mm. But can you imagine the cost of a flip phone these days would be, you know, two bucks or yeah. something? It just, yeah. but in medicine, it, it's, it's, it, that's part of the brokenness in the system that is, is nearly insoluble and all that. And I would tell people, look, the solution to this is to be becoming aware, be becoming more well. And that's what we're talking about in all these biomarkers. Yeah. And so to some degree, to sum that up, is your goal the Olympics or a nursing home? To what you said, what performance do you want? What symptoms are you okay with? What are your goals? That's what's going to dictate how deep a dive you need to do into all these testing biomarkers and everything. All right, friends, I really hope that that sheds some worthwhile light on these issues of labs and tests and how you can better discern what's really going on under the hood of you. And, you know, your best bet is to find a viable functional medicine provider or someone uh, like that in your area, which is not the easiest thing to do, as we talked about in the show. You can't connect with Randy, Dr. James at truelifemedicine.com. And there are some things that he can do to help some of you, no matter where you're at. Well, friends, again, thank you for tuning into this self-helpful podcast. Uh, Just grateful that you have chosen to listen to this. Uh, There's a lot to choose from out there. And if you do get value here, be great if you leave a review and let others know what you experienced here. I sincerely hope here today I've helped you help yourself so that you can help others.